Welcome to the Code Life Podcast with me, Nathan Blackaby, and my great mate, Carl Beach. Hello, mate. Good to be with you again. Here we are. Hello, mate. It's good to... Uh, good to be here so we've uh we tried podcasting this the other day and we were getting an awful echo and i obviously tried editing it in post edit and stuff but i couldn't couldn't sort it out and we don't want to put inferior content out so we're having another go aren't we mate that's it mate yeah how long ago was that um well when we did it yeah i don't know it wasn't that long ago but to be honest this system because we're not obviously together you're at home and i'm at home yeah um and we're doing it over this digital system, but it doesn't feel like it's lagging as much today. Does it for your end? No, to be honest, the last couple of times we've used it, we've not flowed because there's yeah. a lot of buffering and lagging, but this seems all right. So we might be back to normal. Yeah, I think we are. Well, let's give it a whirl. One of the things we wanted to talk about, we, we're going to talk about your dream as well. I think that'd be really important. Yeah. Because that's happened recently, obviously, last mm. couple of days. But um, we've got a lot going on. So in terms of CVM, we just want to remind you about the gathering. Yeah. We're at a point, gentlemen, where if you're listening and you do know about the gathering and you, you've been before and you're thinking, I will book in, but not yet. We need to be honest with you. We need you to book in and commit because we're at a point where the events industry is struggling, isn't it, mate? Mate, it is. Like, now, to make no mistake, like, we've got hundreds and hundreds of bookings yeah but to run an event like that like everyone's coming back to us with massively inflated costs yeah toilets costing more showers costing more the tents are costing more yeah. everything's costing a lots of money and people so the same number of people we had last year can't sustain, even sustain the event so we we capped it and we need more bookings but problem is fellas don't book in and oh, i'll leave it i'll leave it till may yeah well, it'll be too late, yeah. isn't it? It is. Sadly, it is. So we, we need to see an upshoot in bookings pretty quick, you know, otherwise we've got to face that tough decision. But at the same time, yeah. we innovate, we create we create something new, you know, keep moving. Oh, yeah, we'd, be, we'd get some skin in the game with something else. Yeah, that's but, it, mate. Um, but, but, you know, we have to... Um, we have to acknowledge the times you're in. Fuel prices yeah. are going up. Yeah. Gas, electric, you know, food costs are going up. That's it, mate. Like everyone's struggling. And obviously people haven't had a family holiday for a couple of years. No. And, you know, they're, they're making choices about what to do with their money. So the events industry, not just Christian ones, but across the board is struggling. Yeah. And we know some events have nearly gone bankrupt or yeah. facing that. So we don't want to we don't want to be in that situation. No, we don't. So have a look, thegathering4men.com. We'd love to uh, get you booked in, get your mates booked in. If you've got a non-Christian mate who you think could really do with a weekend away, June the 24th, 26th, get yourselves booked in, yeah. and we're going to do all we can to get this event happening. Um, but, mate, we That's were talking, point. we were talking, in this moment, in this time, keeping your heart right, keeping your motivations right, keeping your head clear mm. in the game, I mean, in particular with social media, we've seen a bit of a trend, haven't we, mate? Do you want to explain it? Well, yeah, I mean, the problem with ministry, particularly if you're working in like national ministry circles, is you're always competing to be heard. And, you know, people want their merch hurt, seen and purchased. And, and it fuels a certain amount of insecurity. And that can fuel a certain, yeah. I think, particularly in the social media age, a certain element of narcissism it feeds narcissism in people 
And um, yeah, yeah, we have seen, and you know, we do call each other out on this stuff, and we're not saying that we're brilliant at this, or you know, we're we like the angel Gabriel, but we do see a lot of people mm. showboating, <laughs> and uh, what's mm. the best way to put say it? Um, yeah. People, people, you know, putting posts like privilege to speak to. 372 people last night. Well, why did you have to add 372? Yeah. Amazing that I sold, you know, 1,600 of my books already and they're sold out on Amazon. Why, why do you, why do you need to say that? Yeah. And then there's like the stealth one, like delighted, delighted to be speaking at, I don't know, some flash church, you know. Well, why did you need, just go mm. and do it? Do you know what I mean? Uh, and there's yeah. loads of this, isn't yeah. there? And or even using, yeah. dare I say, the war in Ukraine to promote your cause. And I've mm. seen, we have seen it. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Like the amount of, you know, we've seen people put posts out which, on the surface, is trying to support people in Ukraine in this horrific situation, but actually mentions their own name more than anything else. Like, what is going yeah. on? Yeah, it's an interesting one, mate. And I never comment on stuff, but one of the posts bothered me. And it and whilst the issue being raised is an important one, you know, it was a comment that there were world leaders sitting around a table and the comment of, well, there's no women there. Maybe the outcome would have been different if there was a woman at the table. Look, a valid comment, you know, but the timing of it, you've got nearly 3 million people running for their lives in conditions that are barbaric. You know, it is not the moment to drive your yeah. own personal agenda and calls off the back of a war. Yeah. Like, it's just wrong. It's not about that at the moment. So it's that sort of stuff that's bothering us. So we just want to call it out because I think it yeah, does need calling I, you out. know, I, well, the question is, what fuels that, mate? Like, is it uh, like a deep-seated anger, frustration? Is it, you know, insecurity? You want your name out there? Because we've certainly seen a lot of that. Um, mm. And I think it's that have, proverb, yeah. isn't it? Guard your heart above all else, which is the wellspring of life. And I think yeah. part of the problem is yeah. people, leaders, some leaders don't have people messaging them saying, you have been a bit of a clown there, my friend. You need to delete that. That's right. Or, you know, people get enamoured by someone. They get caught up in who they are. And no one says, actually, mate, don't think it's a good time to be promoting your book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like we, we work <laughs> on a basis, don't we, across uh, CVM and the Ed stuff of, of being very honest with each other and keeping each other yeah. on a narrow path. But if you haven't got people doing that, it's very easily, easily you slip into clown, clown like behavior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's an easy thing to do. So Ephesians five nineteen, I just looked it up. Uh, it's not quite the verse I was looking for, but it hints at it. It says this: Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to mm -hmm. reckless indiscretion. Instead, yeah. be filled with the Spirit. That's a great thing. Yeah. Holiness we're talking about. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Sing and make music mm -hmm. in your hearts to the Lord. Uh, it's not quite the verse I'm after, but there is a theme here of. Let let whatever comes out your mouth or whatever you type and post on mm. socials or Twitter, which is a horrible place to be. Yeah. I let think it you're be life giving. The other verse. Let me just grab 
grab the word, mate. Ephesians 4. Ephesians yeah, 4.29, mate. mate, is one of my favourites. Let me just... Oh. That's got to uh, be it, I think. Let me have a little snifty at this. Um, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. That's the one. But only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you are yeah. still for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, yeah. rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every kind of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's powerful, that, mate. Very, very powerful. Yeah. And, and you know, we're, we're men talking honestly here. There have been times when I've had too many glasses of wine and I've, I've responded to posts on social media that I would never normally write, but it hasn't been life-giving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, obviously, I've quit the sauce. Yes. Uh, but I do remember the days we would go and have a couple of glasses of red and you'd see yeah. something. And we'd say to each other, like, phone's off. Yeah. Because, you, you know, put your phone... Don't let social media embargo because... You know, you feel more tempted to write something because the booze obviously re it, it removes your ability to care what people think. It does so, yeah. Interesting, but even now we we do that. We've sat even now, you know, alcohol free, and we've both read each other messages and gone, "Should that go out?" And we've sort of gone, "No, no, don't post that." You know, yeah. having that filter in our lives, we're just saying. You've got to be careful with what you're writing, what you're posting, what, what you're aligning yourself with, particularly now. It's a fragile yeah, place you, out there. What you're really promoting is. and why. Is it helpful? Yep. And I, um, yeah. That passage where it says, and don't grieve the Holy Spirit, I remember R.T. Kendall, the Bible teacher, saying, you know, relating that to Judges 16, how the Holy Spirit left Samson he didn't even know. It's something I often talk about. It's so compelling. So it just seems to me, and, and R.T. said this, that the Holy Spirit is incredibly tender. And, yeah. you know, like he, he can flutter away from you, that sharp edge of the anointing, extremely yeah. quickly. But I go on Twitter and people are so hateful and angry. And these yeah. are Christian leaders. And, you know, there's that verse in the Bible that says, this is how you'll know uh, who I am, because they love, will love one another. Yeah. This is how you'll know them, that they will love one another. And I think it's John 17 or something. But anyway, yeah. like, we don't behave like that, do we? So the watching world looks on and go, you're no different. You're worse. Yeah, that's like, it, mate. Like Christians are at war on social media. So we need to, yeah. I think, watch our egos, stop being narcissistic and only say stuff that builds each other up, isn't it? Mate, absolutely. And, and the investment of effort and time that many put into defending their corner of theology, when you put that on scales of you know, witness or sharing the gospel and how passionate they are about getting the message of Jesus out. The scales are, are well out of balance. It's very much more about opinion oh, yeah. and aggressive views, you know. Yeah, social media is very much like that. I'm like, where are they not reading the same book as me? Don't feel like it. Now, is, I know, man. like, you know, uh, like, it's important to have opinions on things. Yeah. But I do think that our, our obsession should be the risen Lord jesus christ yeah and and following him and making him known yeah should actually be our obsession because i think everything else sort of flows out from that doesn't it well and and it's gone in a moment and it is it's anything else without without it being life-giving with the lord's touch on it it's just noise it's background noise 
It really is. Yeah, chatter. It's just chatter. No yeah. one really cares. They don't. Not really. And the great delusion of Twitter is, uh, as one social media strand or Facebook, yeah. is you think that everyone's bothered about your opinion. Yeah. There's like millions of people on there and you get 20 likes. You're yeah, like, no oh yeah, cares. everyone loves that opinion. No one cares. No one cares. No one really cares what you think. I'll tell you what, when it matters is when the, when the Spirit of God anoints something, it. then it spreads, then it matters. If it's got life if in it. If you don't point to Christ, it ain't worth it. <laughs> That's it, mate. So there yeah. you go. Sort out your social media life. We've we've dealt with it for you. Yeah. Be a blessing. I'll tell you what, though, mate. Cool. I, I, um, I know people unfollow me and block me. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Because I'll do it. Yeah. These days, if it's toxic, like I've had, I had someone have a go at me today about this. I put this post up about this dream I had. Mm. And someone just had a white go at me underneath. I'm like, no, block you. I don't even know who you are. You're blocked. Really? Yeah, just block. Because I don't want it in my life. I, I engage with people who are polite. Yeah. You can disagree with me, but be polite. But if you come all guns blazing, <laughs> right, your microphone's nearly nutted you then, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry if you that. if you go all guns blazing, attacking yeah. me, and you've not even said hello, I'm like, I don't, I'm not having that. Sack it off. Yeah. Mate, you, you've hinted at the dream. Just in the next few minutes, let's hear about it, and we'll, we'll bring it to an end on, on the dream and what's happening. Yeah, it's a, so for those of you that follow me on Facebook, it's on my page and profile. I put it out on YouTube under Edge Ministries. Uh, see it there. I'll put it on Twitter as well. So I wouldn't do that unless I thought it was important. Yeah. But I, um, in a nutshell, on the 14th of March, cut days gone, I, I had a dream. Now, in this dream, I was preaching to a church. Normally, when I preach, I'll tell a couple of stories, introduce myself, and then draw people to the Word of God. Yeah. In this dream, I went, right, this is where we're reading, Acts, and, and some other book. And I went, Amos 9. And this woman goes, what? And I went, Amos 9. She went, I don't understand. I went, Amos 9. And I kept <laughs> having to repeat myself. And in the end, I went, A-M-O-S 9. Announced it all. Uh, a load of times, really clear, so it was properly stuck in my head, and I woke up, and it was so vivid, the dream, yeah. I was in a shock when I woke up, So and then I thought, well, if it's the Lord, and it was literally in my head, Amos 9, Amos 9, it's like it's shouting like a foghorn <laughs> in my head, so I thought, oh, do you know what, if that's the Lord, I remember in the morning, it's about two o'clock, woke up at half six, Amos 9, in my head, Wow. so I got up, and I'm Karen got up and I, I said, look, I've got, I had this dream. Yeah. She said, well, let's go downstairs, get a coffee and look it up. Now, my raw confession is I've not been doing the Bible in one year for a long time. And yeah. I, I follow, I followed four years ago. I did a a big involved Bible in one year. I did it a couple of years. So I'd not read Amos 9 for a while. Yeah. And I couldn't remember what was in it. I'm like, Amos 9? <laughs> when I read it, I was like, oh, my days. Right. Like, and it talks about the, the the destruction and restoration of Israel. Mm. Uh, that's its context. But there is this profound stuff about being sifted and sieved. And, and like if it says, but not a pebble will fall to the ground, you're going to be sieved. But then it talks about the destruction not overcoming you. And there'll be the restoration of David's shelter, David's tent. And David's tent was a place of constant worship and prayer and yeah. intercession and justice and all that kind of stuff. 
And I felt like, I'll put it in the post, so I won't go into all the detail. I felt like God was saying, I'm shaking the church. Wow. I'm shaking the tree. I'm looking for the faithful. Mm. And, and, and there's a new wineskin. Mm. And, you know, it's more holistic. Uh, and it's about the poor. And it's about the convergence of passionate worship and intercession and justice and mission coming together. Wow. Like, you know, like the old monasteries were back yeah, in the yeah. day when they were like powerhouses of prayer and justice and holiness. So anyway, it's all, I'll put it all out on the post. And, um, yeah. but the, the interesting thing is the, the woman, rep, I think representing the church was like, I had to properly spell it out. She wasn't getting what I was saying. Yeah. And you, and I have experienced that, but I'm trying to explain to people what I'm doing out there. It's yeah. like, I don't get it. Just can't see yeah. it. <laughs> but Amos nine, mate. I mean, I've not read it. I don't have a clue. Yeah. 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 Well, when you, you obviously text me and tell me about it <clears throat> and I instantly got my old Bible out and having, having a look, Amos 9. And I'd remembered, I think I remember this rightly, Amos weren't really a religious bloke. He was a farmer, proper simple bloke. And the word of the oh, Lord came yeah. to him. I think it was quite a unique, yeah. <laughs> unique moment, like a groundswell from the people, as it were. Right. But I don't know. Well, that's interesting. Have a look. At, well, that's very interesting. I need to research that. Yeah. Because that's, that, I mean, that's, that's, I'm like, someone texted me, mate, a church leader I know, I really respect, and said, God's basically, he's, he's decided to choose you to reveal the new wineskin for the church. Right. I'm like, well, that's a bit scary. I'm a div from Dagenham. <laughs> well, Amos probably felt similar. I'm a farmer. Why does this work come through me? <laughs> but it was the Lord. Yeah, and, mate. you know, I put, I, I got asked to do a video so it could be shown to churches. I put it out there. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Have a look. See what you think. Let me know. Have a look. Let us know. Yeah. It's good stuff, mate. Let's see. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. And where are you off to? Uh, on, obviously, people won't hear this uh, in, in the right time, but where are you off to tomorrow morning, mate? So off to Lanzarote, mate, for our Lanzarote Sports Week. So about 40 blokes, mm. just under. Amazing. Um, half of yeah, them amazing will time. be... Yeah, half will be, as always, guys who, you know, are interested perhaps in the Christian faith or... Mm. haven't made a commitment you know or wouldn't call themselves christians so we have an opportunity each night just to share the gospel i mean you've you've been doing that for 20 years haven't you there but i have mate yeah very very sad not to be there this year but i'll be back next year with one is a double act can't we that's it mate yeah i look forward to that yeah i was going to beat yeah. you at ping pong but maybe next year <laughs> elite athletes such <laughs> as we are yeah so um yeah looking forward to that but um yeah it's been good to podcast with you mate all right mate well Mate, FaceTime me from the sun. We'll have a catch-up while you're in the pool bar over a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. All right, mate.